Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hey mamas, welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm Joy and I have a bonus episode for you again this week of another amazing resource. And if you are a homeschool parent, you will especially love these. But I share these because as a public school mom, I believe that I still have a role to play in my child's education. And I still believe that the resources and books and impact that I have at home are greater than those my kids receive at school. And so I can give my kids truth, even if it is not giving them school credit. I am still building them as followers in Jesus. I'm still nurturing their faith. I'm still nurturing their worldview. And studies show that parents who are involved in their children's lives are still the number one influence. So even though my kids go to a public school, I am still their number one influence. And so I can use resources like what I'm going to share with you today to impact the way my children see Jesus, see themselves, see other people, see history, and see the world around them. And so that is why, even though I'm not a homeschool mom, I want to share these resources because I think they will be helpful for you. So two years ago, I two and a half years ago, I was introduced to a author. Her name is Danica Cooley. And the first book I reviewed of hers was called Help Your Kids Learn and Love the Bible. And I just fell in love with the way Danica Cooley writes for parents and for kids. I think she has such a playful way and developmentally appropriate way to talk to kids and about kids in making God and his plan, his will, his desire for the earth fun and full of abundant life. And so then after that book, and I will put a link in the show notes to all of these books. After that book, which is so incredible, please go read that one. I think it's so helpful for parents, especially parents who don't feel like they know enough about the Bible to teach it to their kids. This book will equip you to do that. All right. So then after that, she had that fall. Um, I was on the launch team for her first Who, What, Why series, and it was all about the Reformation. 
and Martin Luther. And I love the Reformation. I am not currently in a Presbyterian church, but for a while I worked at a Presbyterian church and a big part of our fall was Reformation. And I loved learning the history of that. And I think it's so important and um, it teaches us so much about the way we can go to God and the way that the church and our Protestant church has formed. And church history is not perfect, but there is some beauty. God is working in it. And so this series talks all about the Reformation and Martin Luther and helping people hear God's word in their own heart language is, I think, the way she talked about it and um, talked about the printing press and everything. So those were great. Now, two two years later, I get to be on another book launch team for her. And the books came out in September. And so these ones are about the abolitionists. So it's who were the abolitionists, what was the Underground Railroad, and why did slavery end? And it is a beautiful picture of God at work in the history of our country and um, and the world, but specifically um, with the Underground Railroad, our country here in the U.S. I know I have listeners all over the world. So there are in the first book, Who Were the Abolitionists? There are um, people from other countries. It talks about the end of slavery in um, in different countries, not just the U.S. And the book Why Did Slavery End does have does talk about um God's heart for all people. Now, I'll say one caveat um, with why did slavery end. Um, Overall, I love the book. There is one thing in it that I just feel like I really have to say. She does call anger a sin. And I don't believe... um, Anger itself, the feeling of anger is a sin. I do, um, I understand the scripture that she points to, but I think there is enough scripture that talks about anger. And even there are verses that say God is slow to anger, which means he gets there. He does get angry. And so I don't think anger itself is a sin. And I think that's really important. That's really important for me to teach my kids that um, the verse that says, in your anger, do not sin. So that verse there too says, in your anger, you can have anger, but do not sin. No, I think hate and some of the effects of anger are definitely sins. And anger causes can cause us to sin. But I don't think anger itself is a sin. So I want to make that clear as a little caveat um, that you may, depending on your take on this, which I've seen this conversation happening in a few Facebook groups recently, um, depending on your understanding of scripture, 
you may want to have a conversation with your kids about that part. I don't think that one um, one idea is worth not using these books. I think they're great books. And I really love the way she talks about God's love for people and how um, slavery is a way that we take away the image of God. We destroy that image of God in people. Um, and she says, um, in Why Did Slavery End? She writes this, theologians love to name big truths. They especially love to name big truths in Latin, an old language no one uses anymore. The term Imago Dei, which is Latin for image of God, signifies the big truth that every human is created in God's own image. God charged humans with caring for the earth and the animals in it. He also told people to work and showed them the example of taking one day each week to rest. And then it goes on and talks about God told humans to multiply and fill the earth. The destruction of I'm skipping a few sentences. The destruction of families and marriages that happened because of slavery is a terrible sin that should hurt the heart of everyone who loves God and values his perfect design. It goes on to talk about um, Jesus saying you shall love your neighbor as yourself and, um, and other really just beautiful ways to look at history through a Christian world view and kind of reflecting on the hard truths of what has happened in our history, but at the same time, pointing us to people who loved God and fought for the humanity and Imago Dei of others. And um, she talks about men and women in her book, Who Were the Abolitionists? And she just helps kids. Um, I think it is, it says, read to me, suggested ages are six to eight, and read by myself, ages nine to 11. Um, So I just love this wonderful way of looking at history against God's word in ways that don't hide the truth from our kids, but still point towards God's redemptive work. And I think the way she explains people and talks about people who stood up to fight against slavery, the abolitionists, the way she does that, I think is encouraging to kids that if they have this calling to stand up for truth and the same in her first series, she takes people that just love God and they make an impact in the world. And she puts that in the hands of kids story after story after story. And um, there are 10 stories in here, um, in the first one, who were the abolitionists of 10 different people, all from the 1700s and 1900s, and shares just their stories from a basis of their faith. And 
I, I just, I love that. I love that. And I love that it helps our kids to take something that in the U.S. stories that our kids learn in history and allow them to see God at work in that. My kids, um, well, my oldest has learned about Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad at school. She doesn't hear about it through a Christian perspective. They might mention Christians in the, in the textbooks, um, but that's not the school's job. That's my job. And these books help me as a mom to help my kids see God at work through history. So I just wanted to share these books with you. I think they're an excellent resource. Um, Again, it's the Who, What, Why series. This one is all about the abolitionists. The first one was about the Reformation. And then the seventh book, because there's three books in each of those series, the seventh book I recommend by hers is Help Your Kids Learn and Love the Bible. Um, Again, I'll put the show notes in the show notes, the links to all of those books, as well as links to my reviews of the books on my blog. So if you want to read more, especially about that first one of um, things I didn't mention today, but things that I love about that first series, you can check all of that out in the show notes. And then you can learn more about um, Danica Cooley on her website, thinkingkidsblog.org. She is a homeschool mom, um, and she also has um, other curriculum resources. So if you are a homeschool mom, then check her out for sure. But I want to encourage you, even if you don't homeschool your kids, that you still have an impact in the way your kids see the world and see God working in the world and in our history. And these books can be a great resource to help you do that as a Christian mama. So, um, and they're just, they're, they're playfully written. There is humor. There's times that I laugh out loud. I've cried at these books. And again, they're written for nine to 11 year olds to read by themselves. And I laugh and cry at them myself. So they are Easy to read, super kid friendly um, for those ages. But again, talk about deep, deep, um, harsh, harsh realities and truth in our history. And um, but the way that God works in that through everyday normal people and redeems, redeems things for himself moving us closer to the kingdom. So mamas, check out the books. Um, all the show notes, all the links are in the show notes. And um, if you enjoy this resource or this kind of episode, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review on there. And just let me know that you love learning about more resources like this. And um, I will share more of those as episodes and bonus episodes, but I wanted to hear from you. So feel free to reach out, put it in the reviews on Apple Podcasts, share this episode with your friends and um, any homeschool moms that you know, any moms that want to help their kids see God at work in our history. And 
On behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. Bye, mamas. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.